Taco Brothers Podcast. Where two brothers from another mother come together to talk about what's going on in urban pop culture, sports, music, and real issues that face our community. These people here, what it do, they for real. All straight with no chaser and a splash of comedy. <laughs> Very funny. This is Taco Brothers Podcast. Let's get this thing going. And, and now your hosts, Goldie and Smash. What's happening, everybody? It's your boy, Godeep. And this is your boy, Smash, coming at you. want to welcome you guys to another episode of Talker Brothers Podcast. Smash, what's going on with you, man? Nothing much, bro. Just chilling, uh, starting spring break with my daughter and the wife. So we just going to chill out and spend some time together. Getting ready for that Griswold vacation, huh? <laughs> yeah, we'll run around a little bit here and there. But, you know, trying to spend that last little time with my daughter before she get old and don't want her daddy no more. Yeah, like like heaven. <laughs> heaven's down in Florida having a good time without you. Yeah, heaven's yeah. done, man. She <laughs> she don't even call me. She called me like once every two weeks. Yeah, and ask for some money. Daddy? Nah, she good <laughs> on the money. She she just call and run down what happened for the for two weeks straight. And then she'll be like, all right, I'm done. That's all I got. Bye. And all I'll right. be like, damn, that's my baby, you know. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I haven't got to that point yet, but you know, I'm looking forward to it. But for the listeners, we have a really good show. This will be our 40th show. I'm closing out season two. Being that it's Women's Month, we want to highlight and celebrate everything women on our last episode for season two. We have Elise Maine. What's going on, Elise? Nothing much. I'm happy to be back with y'all. How have y'all been? We've been good. We also have Crystal Clear on the line, returning guest. We thank her for taking time out. What's going on, Crystal? Nothing, nothing. Just ready to have a conversation. Oh, she ready. I'm ready. I'm she ready. ready. <laughs> she ready. Oh, Lord. So what we're going to do <laughs> here, sorry, listeners, we're gonna, we got a group of questions that we want to ask, and we want to get you guys' opinion on it from a women's perspective. Um, so we can give the listeners something to on here, I, I guess I would say about the state and affair of single women versus married women versus past and present and how we're being affected within our culture as black folk, well, black women. And we're going to sit here and shoot the questions and you guys, we're going to sit back and let you guys answer. <laughs> Sounds like fun, don't it? It does. Crystal said, Crystal said off wax, uh, sound like y'all set me up. <laughs> Great setup. Just for the record, one question may lead to another question though. Right. That we didn't have planned. So it's funny you say that once we start rolling. You didn't say that beforehand. That's okay though. That's cool. <laughs> you know, you gotta have the shock value. <laughs> that has to play. <laughs> has to play. So what I'll do is I'll start off with the first question here. Um what do you do as a woman today to stay in shape and healthy? <laughs> Be honest. Who's first? Jump in there, Krista. You spoke first. <laughs> okay. So as a woman today in my current state, um, I just think about it. You know, I just think like, you know what? Next week, you're going to start off, you know, on a, you know, good start. You're going to make sure you have your meal planned and all that stuff. Because right now, it's just for me, like, I can't make anything happen. But I guess idealistically, you'd work out at least three times a week. Um, make sure you're drinking enough water. Um, 
you know, make sure you have your, you know, some time set aside for yourself so you can clear your head and be in a good mental space. And that, that's really it. That's all I got. And that's as close as reality you're going to get from me in my current situation. So we take it you're not the workout warrior. Not not currently. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Um, for me, it's a different outlook. I don't work out like I should. Um, I think we're both on the same page on that. But for me, when it comes to my health, I'm thinking of mental health and taking care of myself, which makes me better all around in work and family and friends. So I've started just taking care of myself, doing massages and relaxing, going to bed at a decent hour, um, going out to eat less, meal prepping, just taking more time to take care of me. And then it kind of rolls into everything else. So... So do you guys see results in what on what your current state or do you guys um I need to pick this up a little bit more? Oh, I need to pick up a lot of stuff more. I need to do <laughs> I need to like work out. I mean, what you talking about? Yeah. Uh, I need to get active. Uh that's just that's just real. Um we make excuses all the time. We say we all don't have time. time, but we can make time for whatever we want to make time for. That's just that's honest. Right. I've done it before. It's just once you stop getting starting again, that's for anyone is really, really hard. Um, and we keep adding more to our plate that's not working out. <laughs> so we can say, well, I'm just, I'm busy, I can't. So I know for me, getting active is, will make it will be major key. Everything else is lined up, just getting active. Makes sense. Makes I pretty sense. much agree, yeah. Smash. All right. So let's see. Um, what female would you like to sit down with and have a conversation with, past or present? We'll start off with you this time, at least. And <laughs> um, I would want to sit with my mom. She passed away five years ago, and I would want to sit with her, and ask her how the hell she did it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, she was seventy-three when she passed away, and she lived a really good life. But I want to ask her, like, how do you do it? The older I'm getting, I'm like, what's going on? How did you know who you were at this age? And what's, you know, to give me some, I need some more wisdom. I need some more advice. <laughs> I can definitely feel that. Yeah, uh, I need some more advice. That's what I want to sit down with. Okay. I like that. Crystal? I'm still thinking. I'm like, okay, who do I really like? I don't want to talk to people unless I have questions, like actual questions. And, and I can't. I can't think of anyone like past or you know currently that I would like to talk to. I mean, I guess if I had to talk to somebody right now, it would just I would, I would like to talk to Wendy, um, Wendy Williams. <laughs> I would like to talk oh. to her. You know, she just you know you know you know had like a a very vulnerable moment on her show yesterday. She was talking about her situation. And I would just ask her like, what what made her actually come out and do that? And um, like, how does she feel today? And you know, how she how she plans on moving forward? I guess that would be the person. no love for Wendy Williams. Really? Yeah, really. No, honestly, I, I don't watch her show, but as, when she took her time away and like when I'm in the cafeteria, like they're playing the show and I just felt like something refreshing. Like I'm like, okay, she's different. I don't know what's going on with her. She's different. And then just yesterday she talked about, 
you know, her like basically being in a, a sober home. And so it just it just makes you, you know, realize like she she she's a monster and she's going through it as well, you know? Right. That's so why I have no love for her. That's yeah. why I can't. Because okay. the way she makes her money and how she tears people down and is in everyone's business and so judgmental. To me, she only came forward because the shit was gonna hit the fan, personally. That's what I really feel. And she couldn't hide it any longer. Anytime someone is is an addict and they have to come forward, it's because they can no longer hide it. She was just trying to get in front of it, basically what you're saying. Exactly, because she, but I, you know, she's not gonna be the first or the last. Come on now. I mean, I I guess to me, she she's definitely you know she definitely has her mouth on a lot of people and you know a part of what she does is tearing people down but at the same time I feel like like in the way like you said she had to get in front of it but I feel like it was tearing her apart more to hold on to it you know it's her truth and while she is tearing people down she is a very you know um authentic person so I felt like it was only right for her to do it and while she probably tried to keep from doing it she had to so I think it was like her forcing herself to be real with herself and her audience. I understand. Mm-hmm. I, I I thought somebody was gonna say Oprah or Michelle, but I, I mean I, Michelle I, wrote a book. I read it. Oprah. She <laughs> about I, I haven't I haven't read it yet. Um, is it worth the read, or is it did it inspire you, or did it motivate you to did it help you look at yourself different? What What did you take from the book? I mean, I like the title of the book, Becoming, you know, it kind of helps you realize that you're not who you're going to be yet. Like you're still in process. So I love that fact. Um, Michelle, it's, the book is very inspirational, but like, I'm not going to be a first lady. So, I mean, you know, that's that. But I, I really like like her spin. Like she she's she's very she seems very down to earth. Um, the process of, you know, um, I can't think <laughs> Obama becoming the president like all of that was very interesting but I mean honestly like at a certain point you just you just feel like like her reality is so untouchable even though she's extremely extremely relatable but it's a good book did you read it Elise? I did I did what was your take from it I thought it was good I think the hype around it is because she is you know the former first lady and she is so relatable but yet not relatable I do agree with that it's just a nice chronicle of her life and mm-hmm. and becoming who she is right now and you know basically about their marriage and mm-hmm. different things it's just, it was just a nice little um, ooh, I'm sorry a nice little um, window into with, with who they are mm-hmm. okay there's no rush to go read it though Okay, see now, see now you hit the head. Now you hit the nail on the head. Okay, thank you. <laughs> My wife reading it, she loved it. So, but you know, each his own. Yeah, I mean, I'm a rush. I mean, I'm gonna eventually. You know, that would be. Uh, my wife hadn't spoke of it yet, or uh, you know, because usually if it's something that catches her eye, you know, she'll hint, hint, hint that she wants me to get that far. But she that wasn't on that uh, please to do list. So. Uh, I guess it may hold off till Christmas, so I will wait. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> that gift bag will be a little bit thicker with that book. Um, so here's another question: What is the what is what is realistic relationship goals? And I want to get from at least from a single perspective, and I want to hear uh, from a, from the married perspective from Crystal. 
So what would be realistic relationship goals? So if there's single ladies out here and there are married women out there that are going through some things in their relationship, expound on how they can enhance or better or uh, learn some truths or, or get something out of, of, a, of a healthy relationship. Good question, my brother. To me, goals are what you make them. I don't. I, I think we need to stop as women looking at other people's goals and calling them goals because as we all know, once you're in a relationship, there's so much more than what's shown on that surface. I think relationship goals are truly making your own rules for your relationship and living by those. Um, I've learned in my many years of life that it's, I can't do cookie cutter. And my, my true happiness is when I meet someone and we just accept each other for who we are and grow from there. So to me, the goal would be to truly heal who you are first and accept who you're falling in love with and grow from there and stop looking and comparing yourself to everyone else. Krista? Um, it's not much different for married couples. I, I guess like when problems or issues arise, just, I mean, don't always expect to have your way. Um, no, that's where the compromise comes in. Don't expect to always agree. Um, because you're, you know, you're different people. You're going to see things differently, you know, expect to be different, you know, be prepared for that. Um, just, just my, my biggest thing would be for everyone to know nothing is perfect. Like it's just not perfect. Like whatever you have, um, in your mind as what a relationship should be, you know, you know, just kill that. And, you know, deal with what you have and be honest with yourself and your partner, you know, whoever, and just, you know, deal with the reality of things. And, you know, you might be hopeful and want something to be a certain way, release that and accept what it is. And if, you know, if it's not, you know, harmful, you know, keep trying, it'll get better. Okay. Yeah. All right. So with that, I'll jump into the next question. Um, so everybody knows the movie uh, Think Like a Man, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, damn. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know which one was it, but one of them like, uh-huh. I know. I'm like, dang, I'm, I might need to go do another question. But um, so based off that movie, Think Like a Man, does you do you think that today it... Um, applies to the modern black society no Mm. go ahead and expound on that note no I think I think Steve was you know speaking basically on his experience what he is hoping for in a woman his ideal woman and what she would move like I don't think most men feel like him I don't feel like women should operate on this timeline. Uh, I feel like when you're doing all that, you're in your head mostly, you're not gonna, you know, you're not gonna come through, you know, authentically in a relationship. It's like you're, you know, doing, you know, playing with what you expect, what you think they're, I, I just hate it. I feel like you gotta be honest. Like, what are you looking for? How do you feel? Do you, do you, do you want to, I mean, I'm not recommending like everybody have sex on the first date, but I'm like, if that's where you at, you know, I'm not going to tell you not to. I mean, I just feel like everybody should be who they are and quit trying to play by all these rules because those rules are playing you. That's what I feel. 
Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, I can, I can go with you on that. Um, I definitely don't agree with his uh, timeline because, uh, you know, that's to me, that's uh, back in the day, you know, when when everybody was courting, you know, you was courting a person. And um, so, I mean, but some of the stuff I like in it, but I definitely don't agree with the timeline. So I, I see your point. What about you, Elise? Um, I just, I have, I take issue when you have people who pander to those females who need to hear that. Um, Preach, sister. (laughs) I just, I do. Because you have a lot of people who want old school traditional, but they've done everything backwards. Um, And to me, it fed into, it feeds to that woman who has clearly made mistakes in her mind and I need to make a change and this is what I'm going to do to get a man. That is that everyone's different, but also I will say this: men are super judgmental, and super and will put us in categories of wifey, fuckable, and whatever. That's what y'all do. Some of you, some men do that, and it's a it's rolling dice. Whatever you do on the first date, on date one or date thirty, men will date you for six months and have other women he's seeing, and once he get what he want from you, move on. That's just that's just life. That's a, that's a chance you take. Um, I think you have to just, as a woman, stop worrying about what people think and stop worrying about being classified as something and just roll how you want to roll. And if he accepts it, he will. If not, just keep moving. That's not the one for you. Right. And um, thinking like a man to me, what the way I what I like about the title, not what he did with it, is women have to realize men think differently than we do. And if you slow yourself down and realize you're thinking it was emotion and he's not he's physical and you're not don't take everything to heart or think it's don't answer as you would think or don't treat him the way you want to be treated or don't answer or think of the way he's trying to make him think how you should think you know think about this is a man so how would he think about things how is he approaching things it's just one thing at a time it's the flow He's not thinking, because what women do is we meet a man and we're already thinking about, he my boo, we're going to get married and have five kids and have a house. And he's just thinking, she's cute, we're going to go on a date. <laughs> you know what I mean? So just slow your slow your thought process down and then just go with each moment. And that's, but yeah, I don't like that book, so. So, so you said something that, um, that I, I want to ask both of y'all um, and Crystal, based off of your pre-marital days, you might be able to answer from this. Do women put men in categories? You because uh, at least you said, you know, absolutely. Wifey, what? fuckable, like so. What are, what are the categories women put men in? What man? Listen, I want to know. Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> friend, friend, it's a friend. That's oh, all. the friend category. <laughs> friend and brother, that, right? That's always the first category. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's my brother. That's my friend. Right, it, right. As a single woman, it really depends on which what you're offering. Mm. And that means, you know, and especially if she knows she you like her. So you may have someone who's great at fixing stuff. You have someone who's great at doing this and doing that. We put you in those categories. Or, you know what? I'm just being, uh, let's have, we're having a conversation. We put you in yeah, those categories. Yeah, that's real. Like- y'all, yes. 
she's good. You know, she'll come and clean up for me. She can come over. She'll cook. She'll do this. You know, we all put each other in categories at some point in time, depending on where you are in your journey of dating. Um, If you're not trying to settle down, you're going to definitely put men in categories. You know, you're going to put him in where he's going to be good for dinner. He's going to be good to hang out for a movie. I can call him to put, you know, hang some pictures. That's just what it is. And men do the same thing. It just depends on what you're trying to do. Like for me right now, I don't do categories. Either we're going to know each other or I'm not going to play with you like that because people are dangerous and crazy out here. So, Because when I was single, like I, I wasn't wasting any time with anybody I wasn't interested in. So it was like, uh, friend, maybe we can talk on the phone or I could be with him, you know? Like, so it was either or. And if I didn't see you in that way, I wasn't giving you that much time. Well, this is the thing too, though. You know, we all do the, I know you like me, but I want what's over here. So let's keep this one on the, in the placeholder situation and keep them occupied in my life. And if that doesn't work out, I know I have a backup person. See, and I was, you know, at a very young, I'm real different. Um, at a very young age, I was um, lecturing men about their, their spare tires. So I was like, no, you don't have no extra person. If you like me, you like me. If you don't, you don't. You know, so I was that. I was like, I, I don't feel like I have to worry about that. Like I convinced myself pretty early I'm worthy of love, so I will find it. So I didn't and, have to. And that's awesome. Yeah. And so, I, I mean, I know that's not the, the average case, but like that, I was that person. So it was like, I'm not going to worry about, you know, if the timing is bad or, you know, however it works. I'm just going to deal with what I want. And it took me a while to get there, but I guess I just didn't get to process, you know, my, um, my, love life experience like that because for the most part I was raised in church very strict so I probably had like three years to figure it out before <laughs> before I ended up with somebody <laughs> the, the thing about it is too men's maturity level is different you you, mm-hmm. can, you can't hit somebody at 18 19 with that you know absolutely at, I mean for me at my age you can do that back then because it was different but right now in this 2019 they're not there's options for men so right. you can hit them with that. That sounds great. You cool, no problem. I'm gonna go over here and keep it moving. So it's a difference right now in dating. And granted, I'm not still gonna just do whatever they want me to do, but it's different because the options of a good woman is out there and they know it. Right. So it's like, that's why the whole 90 day rule thing doesn't make sense. Do what you ever want, whatever makes you comfortable. Um, but in the reality is, you know, I'm 41 and my mom told us, Enjoy life in your 20s because you're going to change so much as a woman. Figure out what makes you happy. And then once you know who you are, because don't waste anybody's time when you don't know what you want to do with yourself. You know, the boys and girls that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um, it's just a different type of dating right now. It's just a different type of dating right now. But yeah, we do categories. <laughs> All right. See, I, I always just wondered, like, if y'all do categories, because, like, people get mad at me when I say, like, I want somebody to help me pick out some curtains. Oh, so, Lord, we're back. We're back. Ah, right. see, you right. back. That's why Chris I threw it back, because I knew you were there. See? <laughs> he said we see, back that's to why. that again. This brother needs to have some curtains. You mean curtains? And there's that one female you know who would have done that. That's, that's, her, that's her category. That's her lane. And see, like, and you brought up something, like, because, like, Y'all, all y'all are from cities, you know, y'all, Texas, y'all got your cities. I ain't going to give y'all locations, but I'm from Atlanta and in Atlanta, 
you can have somebody like you can have two whole different families you can have a family on the east side you can have a family on the west side and they'll never ever know about each other and so when you were saying options it just automatically for me went to atlanta because like you know i just remember my sister um you know when she was there dating and all that stuff like it's just so many options that she was like you know the guys don't really they're not as invested in you because they have so many options they're not they're not they're really not so do you think do you think the dating pool at least has watered down or has it has gotten better over time or or do you think or you think with age and maturity has made it less than or greater than for you um i hate dating honestly um i think it was easy it was easier when i was younger because the baggage was different Mm. you know i'm at the age right now where anyone that i meet not anyone but a majority of them may either already be divorced out of a long-term relationship have their kids and they're bitter Men have their baggage also. I mean, listen, it's not just us. And they're at a point where they got married really young and now they're single and they're not trying to settle down. But they don't know how to be single. So they do relationship type of stuff mm. because they used to being in a, in a relationship. They used to having that kind of companionship. So everything they do is companionship type of things really soon. And you have women out here who will take that as, man, he likes me. No, he's just used to having somebody next to him. He's just used to being a family man. So that's, he doesn't know how to be different. (laughs) And so so (laughs) right now you have people who do not know how to hold conversations because they didn't have to for years because they were married or dating or their patience is short. As soon as they feel you're like their ex-wife, they're out the door. Or the ex-girlfriend, they're out the door. So it's harder because... I don't think anyone knows what they want right now. And it's easier to say, you know what, forget it. I'm good. <laughs> and move on. So let me ask you this question. Uh, this is to Crystal. For us, as men, we, we we have conversations and we do have the, it's very rarely do we ever have the conversation of the emotional side of dating, right? Do your do you and your girl do your girlfriend because you're married, do your single girlfriends come to you? Do you guys talk about the savage side of it? Or you guys really speak on more of the emotional and growth side of, of obtaining that perfect person? So-called um, perfect person, I should say. It's it's a little bit of both. Um, because I have uh, friends who got married early. And they are now divorced and they are now dating and they hate dating. And I have friends who are also married. And for the ones who are like trying to get back into the dating part of it, they're just frustrated because they keep, you know, running into the guys that are, you know, in limbo. They they don't know what they want. They're not trying to settle on anything. I think it's a mixture of, you know, instant gratification. So like, you know, if you can't, you can be happy, but you can also be happier. So it's like, you don't want to settle on anything. So it's that. And then it's, you know, just wanting one thing and they still, women are still encountering that today. Men just, you know, say what they 
say anything to get in the position to, you know, just have sex or whatnot. And that's so sad. Like, I, I have a friend who tells me that men, like, after like a week of conversation, bring up marriage just to get them in that mindset that, oh, this is something serious. And I'm like, girl, if yep. somebody bring up marriage in a week, never talk to them again. Like, put mm. them on the block list. Because that is ridiculous. She said, run. <laughs> yes. But she, that's a, she's speaking truth right there. Yes. So it's like, girl, run. Because nobody, no man that you want to be with is already talking about marriage and he only known you for a week. Y'all been talking for a week. That is, that is, that is game. And it's horrible game at that. So don't waste your time. So it's, it's, it's really weird. It's, it's just, I have friends who, you know, are looking for men who are interested in their being who they are, you know, like deeper than, you know, all the other stuff. But unfortunately, the, the men who are out there, even the ones who are like in their, you know, their 30s, their, you know, 40s, even older are just playing around because there there is a select there's like so many options. And unfortunately, a lot of the options are just, you know things that they feel like they can play with you know people they can play with like nobody can take serious so i feel like right now 2019 is extremely hard for the single people who are looking for a sing- uh, serious relationships do do y'all feel that it's because I, I mean i agree with you what you're saying about 2019 and my personal opinion is because it's so right now like everything's right now like everybody's you know instagram and face facetiming or you know facebook live whatever and like guys just always see you know women right now whether it's ig models or whatever you want to call them or you know twerking when they go online or whatever so do you think that's a part of it why the dating scene is so different and you know different now and it's just so available for guys because everything is just right now yeah okay yeah everything is right now and they don't have to like if if men are out there looking for you know just sex then they don't have to take the time to get to know someone that might actually slow them down and make them realize okay i this she might be somebody that i should be looking for more from you know they don't have to do that because they're going to get exactly what they want right away because you know, there are women out there who may just want that too. You know, it's like, it's, I don't know. I feel like there's a different brand of woman today. And there's, you know, men, they're just, you know, what what do they want? So, so if, if a man was to approach you guys and he was totally honest, like an open book on what he wanted, how he wanted, and it didn't fall in line with your relationship goals at the moment, um, would you give him a, the time of day because he's because of his honesty, or would mm. you just move around because it just doesn't fall in line with it? I would move around. For me, it depends. I love honesty. You know what I mean. I love, and then you can tell when someone's being someone's being genuine. Mm. I may keep that person just as a a brain to pick their brain to see who they are because you never know. We tend to make these goals and checklists that can be unrealistic and that may not be really what you probably really need in your life you know what i mean um i wouldn't x them out completely because there may be some things i learned about that person the way they're saying it now may not be um i may not understand it initially so i wouldn't x them out completely 
but it would be interesting to see interesting to see if they're being genuine with their journey you know what I mean but I'll tell them like oh you know I think we're kind of not compatible but we can definitely hang out because you never know it could be a great friend who can you can take advice from right he's that ally right yeah <laughs> that makes sense I mean it, it would depend like I, I know in my example I would have been like if I'm looking for something in particular mm-hmm. and he's being honest which I appreciate the honesty but I'm going to use that in my advantage and be like okay well I'm looking for something totally different so I'm not gonna waste your time if it's not you know in line with what I need and what I'm looking for right. you know and I get like you're missing out on a friend but I'm pretty sure at this point women have a lot of friends you know of you know they just women don't have a shortage of male friends I don't feel like so this I, I wasn't gonna say nothing I, I was trying <laughs> not to say nothing this episode but at least kind of brought it up because this is what I see with uh people everybody that I know male and female who are single or some that are even in their relationships now like um a list everybody has a list of what they want in someone you know what I'm saying like I've said it before women want you know the old standard not necessarily this but I'm just using that example tall dark and handsome uh, men want you know big booty whatever you want to you know what I'm saying whatever you want to say big breast whatever whatever it's always sexual with men so but um, <laughs> do you guys believe that a list works or throw it out uh, I'm gonna say if your list is materialistic, like height and money amount and that kind of stuff, throw it out. But if your list is like like core values that are important to you, you might be okay with it. Cause I'm somebody like I feel like I had to. I made that list because I was tired of dealing with people who just wanted the one thing. And I know I was fairly young, but like I knew. Like I, I watched. I have a sister that's nine years older than me, so I watched her play around. You know, and you know, I'm like, I'm like, girl, you ain't got that much time. You know, <laughs> are you serious about this? You know, and so I knew, I knew, or I wanted at least to find. Uh, you know, somebody that I was going to be serious with, like in my mid to late twenties. Like I knew that. I'm like, I, I'm, I'm looking now. Like I don't want to wait. I don't want to be, you know, um, desperate. I felt like the older I would get, I would, I would like my, my standards would deteriorate. I felt that way personally. So I'm like, I want to get them younger, while I can demand everything I want. So um, basically, I made a list, and it was stuff like, you know the way I wanted him to treat me. And I didn't want somebody who would go with and be with anybody. I wanted somebody who had standards. I wanted somebody who had a relationship with God, not you know necessarily religious, but a relationship with God. I, I had a list of things that I wanted. And you know, I don't think I understood a lot of what I wanted, but I feel like I got everything that I wanted. And that's why I'm like, okay, God, I should have been more clear on opinionated <laughs> because, you know, too many opinions over here you know and it's like it's funny now but like i made a list and i feel like my list worked out so so uh, hold on go ahead go yeah go ahead because <laughs> she sparked another question in me real quick <laughs> <laughs> so you're married so at what point in your your relationship with your husband before he was your husband that you knew this is the guy for me did he hit every t- did he hit every mark on your list or did you concede some of the things and 
I don't mean throw him under. Don't throw him under the bus now because I want to meet the brother and I don't want him to get <laughs> mad at me. But <laughs> at what part of the list did you say, okay, this is going to be my husband? This is the man I want to spend my life with. And you you asked the same question I was going to ask, bro. <laughs> no. <laughs> the same way. Yep. <laughs> he, was, he was everything on my list. And I really? think what made me, yeah, what made me, what made me say, okay, he is the one is because I knew in my heart that I wanted to deal with somebody who did not rush into anything physical. Like I wanted to actually be someone's friend. Like I feel like if we don't have a foundation of friendship, we're not gonna have anything because like once we're mad at each other, we're gonna be done. Cause I know how I am. And so like he actually when I when I when I felt us kind of going in that direction, I was able to say, Hey, I don't want you to, I don't want you to look at me like a woman you're trying to, you know, pursue. I just wanna be your friend for right now. And if we can be friends for right now then I'm comfortable. If you're looking for more, I'm not ready. And he was like, we're good, we're good. We could be friends. And we got to know each other. We got to take it slow. And that's how I knew. Cause he didn't rush me and I didn't feel rushed. And I could feel like, I felt like I could take my time to fill everything out before anything physical happened. So that's how I knew. So did, my did right. Good job, <laughs> sir. Did, um, did chivalry play any factor in that? Because I, a lot of people say chivalry is dead now. But was that part of the equation for, for you saying, okay, you know what? This is the brother I want to spend my life with. I mean, if we're, if we're going to consider him waiting for me to be ready for that type of thing before, you know, we got there, yes, it played a factor in it, yeah. Okay. Open car doors, you walking so down the sidewalk. Kind of no, no, I was giving him credit in a different way. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, so because like, so he's not. I'm not gonna, he's not the perfect gentleman. Like I didn't require the perfect gentleman. I just wanted somebody who wasn't gonna rush me in, in that area because every relationship or every dealings I had was somebody who was eager in that arena. Like they were just ready for that. And I'm like, I need time, you know? Because, you know, despite, you know, the belief, like I was the kind of woman that like, if you rush me into that and we actually, event and that actually happens, I'm gonna lose interest because I don't feel like we have any roots. Like we don't have anything. We just had that and I'm I'm done. Like I don't have any interest in you anymore. So I needed time. Understand. I needed time. <laughs> <laughs> so Elise, do what about your list? Um, I don't have a list like that. I've never made I've never made lists ever. Oh. Um, ever, ever. Mm-mm. You don't want a Only, short man, tall man, I, I, dark man, been, light man. No, I've never been one on a physical thing. My I'm not gonna lie, thing, this is the first I've ever heard. Yeah, of I've never done that. Um, my mom was real big on treatment and and loving and caring. Like, and she would say, "I want someone to make sure they treat you well and care for you, and take care of you, and you take care of them." So you need to make sure whatever you ask for you have the same thing inside of you so for me it was more so of i like like every every year you know every year i ask myself okay um am i what i'm looking for and requiring or wanting am i that person and i've had to take a journey of taking care of and healing myself knowing like you know what you're not even good like when i was in college i took (laughs) four or five reasons didn't date me one I didn't date I told someone I said listen you're a great guy but I can't give you the time you deserve so because I'm on a grind right now and that's not fair to you so and I'm not able to give you what you need so for me it's always been 
I want someone to pour into me the way I pour into myself or I want to pour into them. Um, someone who's encouraging because I'm encouraging, that type of thing. I've never been one to say, he needs to be this tall and this height. No, and I met someone like that, you know? Awesome person. Um, just wasn't, it's just not the good time for that. You know what I mean? Uh, so, so, so you're mm-hmm. saying, and and like, like they said, I, I like the advice that your mom gave you, but are you saying that you look at everyone around you? Because uh, D, D had made a point um, a while back he was saying that um, a lot of times people um, miss what's around them like a grocery store bagger or a person pumping yeah, gas or something absolutely. because they're they have a list so you look at people around you yeah yeah I treat, I treat I treat everyone with respect I look at everyone I give everyone some sort of chance now okay. some people are not gonna get a chance let's keep it real like no right but because you never know where that person is or what but they're where they're where they're coming from and like i said they can always be a friend but i'm very honest and tell somebody i'm either i'm not interested or you know we can see what happens but i never lead anyone on um i'm just open to see okay who this person could be am i able to grow with them they grow with me that's that's with any relationship even friendship i don't enter into anything mm, okay. that's not going to be where I can pour into you, you pour into me in any endeavor that I get involved in. You know, but I'm you know, I've been engaged before, but for me and my family background, I was I had to grow out of doing things to please family. And I used yeah. to think if my mama liked him and she picked him, must be great. And I think a lot of us go through that in our younger years, pleasing what fits the family and what fits accepted by them and not really doing what you want to do and being with who you want to be with. So I went through a phase of, you know what? No, let me just step back and learn who I am as a woman. And I can honestly say, I no longer care if they fit so quote unquote, or if they like that person like that, because it's not about that. And, um, I had to realize what I wanted and what would make me happy. And so I really don't, I make, I just, I guess I do make a list in the sense of making sure that I'm where I need to be. Am I good in a mental space to even invite anyone into my world? Because I believe sometimes, I don't believe you attract who you are, but I think you can track your mental state. Like if you're in a chaotic space, you're going to invite chaos into your life. Hmm. So I try to hmm. keep a peaceful mindset. So let me ask this question. Might have some truth to it. I like that. Yeah, definitely does. Let me ask this question. I see nowadays, I see a, a lot of younger people in relationships just for the sake of being in relationships. And huh. I'm always, I'm a firm believer of, um, What's going to happen is going to happen, and you have no control of how it's going to happen, when it's going to happen. Do you do you think that giving yourself space to allow something organically to happen is is the right way to go, or a good way to go, or one of the ways to go, or do you think that just constantly dating, dating, dating that that's going to be the the cure all to finding that happiness? I don't understand anyone who can't be single. That's that's off top for me. 
a person who I've had knew a person who says I can't be single more than three months. What is what? What do you mean? Like, what are you talking about? Um, I think you're a better person when you're able to be alone. You'll be better for whomever you're with. And I, I do agree there's a lot of people out here who are just with someone to be with someone. I have stopped talking to a lot of men that I can tell you just want a relationship. Like 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 Crystal was saying, they just want to be with you quickly. Like, no, why do you want me? You don't know me. You know, wait. I'm a lot. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, <laughs> no, there's no I want so I really want someone to get to know who I am as a person. And no because my dynamic is different and my family is different. So get to know me, ask questions. And I do believe people are with people just to have companionship. And that's a recipe for disaster. So yeah, I, I don't I don't understand it. I think people need to be live alone for a little while, be single for a little while and know how it feels. So when you invite someone in your space. You're you you're content and you're comfortable. So I don't understand. No, I I agree. I I absolutely agree. You need to know how to be single. You need to you need to um, actually. I feel like the person needs to be yearning for themselves before they can be ready for another person. Um, you you have to get to know you, and it is a very um, big you know thing to be concerned with when you find yourself just jumping into relationships I feel like you should that should be an indicator for you that something's going on within you um also also I feel like when uh when you do take time for yourself and get to know yourself you can make better decisions regarding you know your mate your significant others who you date who you spend time with um i don't have anything um against a lot of dating i just feel like it doesn't need to be like that desperate dating i don't feel Mm -hmm. like everyone you go on a date with should be a possible husband i feel like you should be you know lightheartedly dating like you know just you know having fun not expecting anything to come from it just you know having fun I feel like there is a sense of making yourself available if you're going to find someone. So I feel like that's necessary, but I, not out of desperation. All right. I completely agree with that. I wholeheartedly agree with that. A lot of a lot of times I think, and you, you hit it, I think you hit it perfectly with the, it's your enjoyment, right? And then with, with that enjoyment, then somehow, some way, something will trigger and something will will happen to where it goes further versus you just trying to have this cookie cutter idea or this mold or this checklist per se where it actually happens to where and then what you expected didn't happen so i think chris i think you're definitely hitting on the head with that one for sure so let me ask this question are black women united today more than ever before <laughs> or, or, is it, or is it no truth in it? Wow! Um, I'm gonna I wasn't say, expecting that. I feel like I feel like we we're doing very good. I don't know. I don't know how. Um, I don't know how separated we were to gauge how united we are today. I don't. I don't feel like you know. I I don't necessarily feel like we've been against each other. I feel like there are instances where you know there's some friction. But I feel like if you get down to the core of it all, I feel like we got each other. You know, that's what I feel. Nothing wrong with that. I can agree with that. I think, I think there was there's been like a, a highs and lows of it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
there can be some cattiness. I think reality TV True. makes it even worse. <laughs> but I think overall, we're trying to get back to listen, sister. We're not in competition. We right. have to be here for each other. More so with the way the climate of the political world and all this stuff going on, we have to be there for each other. But there was a point I feel that there was a co- competitiveness. Mm-hmm. for no reason and women gave each other a hard time for no reason because of course we're women of color have to fight a little bit harder sometimes for some things yeah. for a lot of things actually and I think mm-hmm. we had to tell each other listen hey I'm not fighting you it's enough for everybody out here or at least do it behind closed doors don't do it <laughs> don't do it <laughs> but uh, I agree I think we've I think we've grown and trying to be more um, uplifting of each other. I think now because we're creating our own platforms so much mm-hmm. to uplift and pull each other up and and talk about things. So I think right now we're in a better headspace with each other than we were maybe five or six years ago. Okay. True. So do y'all think that um, black women will surpass men in the workforce? At some point. Are we talking about men in general or? In, ge- in general. In general. Surpass like uh, making more money or just being just Being working? in charge, making more money, you know, what, you know, like right now, like I think we talked about earlier, like men kind of rule, if you want to say the, the workforce, uh, you know, men make more money than women. So do you think that women are going to surpass that? I think in the, um, I feel like eventually, yes, I think we have a lot of work ahead of us. I feel like there's some, you know, um, there's a lot of things in play that's going to try to prevent that. But I feel like it's, it's inevitable. That's what I feel. Okay. Yeah. And I look at it, I don't touch politics so much, but I'm too much, but I'm going to use this (laughs) as an example. We're, we're seeing a historic amount of women, black and white, are now entering or get to that position of where they can now um, run for a position of power. So we ask, we, we pose that question because we see these trends happening. And at some point, women have to break through. Just like us as minorities, we kept hammering at it and eventually we start, we start breaking through. So that's why we ask that question. Do you think if the the trend continues like it is 10, 15 years from now, that women will be in a position of power. And will we ever see that that female president, black or white, or just just in general, not just politics, but just in position of, of being that shot caller like men are? Because it's it's a boys' club. Don't get us wrong, don't get it wrong. It's a boys' club. And at some point in time, I'm personally ready for it. But I, I want to just get your idea of um do you think we're ready for it? Do you think this man's world will accept or women will just force change on us? I think it's both. I think right now, I don't think we're ready for it right now because there's way too much to be exposed that needs to be exposed before we take those positions. Mm. Um, and as things unfold in every area, entertainment, politics, whatnot, um, there'll be more of an opening for it. Um, but I think I think it has to go the way it's going right now, where it's gradually exposing all of the dirt that's going on. Um, 
because I don't want us, I don't want them just to hand us anything. I want us to actually prove to you that we got this. Don't right. just hand it to me and they say, watch her fail. That's what's gonna happen. Watch her fail mm. right now. And I think right now with just look government and just look at the Senate, look at what's going on and the powerhouse of women that are just around representing so many places and also from so many ethnic groups. Right. You know, um, that'll and they're speaking, they're not afraid to speak. Right. At one point, you speak and you may end up missing. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So I think right now we have to be, we have to take the crawl that we're getting. It's a powerful crawl to expose what's wrong with everything so we can show you to work together to make it right. I don't want us to totally take over because I think we need to be side by side on a lot of stuff. Yeah. You know, so I think I think we're getting there. I just I don't think we're ready for it right now because there's so much more that needs to be exposed that I don't want it to be now she's in power, I look what you're going through. Because there's so much ugliness right now that and people don't understand politics that there's so many things that have been in play before people have been put in position that's now falling through type of things. So I want all that to be exposed before we take the reins. I agree. I, I, I just, I just want to see change. I, I definitely want to see change, and that's coming from a man's perspective. We've tried, we failed, we succeeded. You know, mm-hmm. I, I just want to see. I really want to see what a woman can do. I want. I really do. I really want. It, it can't get any worse, right? <laughs> <laughs> Let's say that. So we're gonna we're gonna switch gears here, and we're gonna get into this game called versus. So. What's going to happen is we're going to give you two two things. Either or, you choose one or you choose the other. All right? And then expound on why you chose that particular answer. Okay? So, sticking with the theme of dating. <laughs> and Crystal, you're not dating, but you can weigh in, okay? Okay. Okay, so, <laughs> versus online dating versus traditional dating. Online dating. Really? I'll say online dating. <clears throat> yeah. Why? Because there's a lot of success stories. I feel like traditionally, if I feel like waiting for something to happen traditionally, I feel like makes sure, you know, your odds a lot, you know, a lot bleaker because like it you might not meet somebody at by chance at a gas station or the grocery store you know so it's like maybe if you're on a online dating app and you happen you know to fill out the long drawn out application process on eHarmony you know that's okay you were looking for someone they found you and now you're together I feel like the online dating will you know help your chances that's what I feel okay uh, single lady, only single person on this uh, <laughs> on this panel. Um, ooh, I think there has to be a combination, and I say that because I've noticed because I've done online dating before, and I've done traditional dating. I think few people want to invest to make online dating work. Um, there's a million profiles, especially people of color. There's a million profiles out there, but very few want to invest the monthly fee to do it. So they use gotcha. other social media to so-called online date. People in your DM every day, Instagram or Facebook. It's like, what you gotcha. doing? Um, I think, honestly, 
for better quality, I would prefer what's so-called traditional because that means you're not using the device or your phone. You're meeting me face-to-face in the flesh. You're seeing who I am right now. So you're not going to ask me for a full-body pic. You're not going to ask me these crazy questions. We can talk right there. If I don't like you, I can move around. I'm not going to waste time chit-chatting and then I realize that's not even who you are behind the screen. That's the risk of that online dating thing. Um, But I think it's just very organic to me, someone just randomly somewhere, you know. So I think, I I guess, I hope I answered your question. (laughs) Stella want her groove the traditional way. I get you. All right. So, versus. Weave versus wigs. Which one? Wigs. She said wigs. <laughs> she said wigs. <laughs> you got go, you, Crystal. You go first, Crystal. <laughs> we got she said that with conviction. <laughs> I'm saying wigs because, okay, so weaves, you have to commit to them. Like, I mean, some sewing costs upward of like $500. Sometimes you got to buy the hair. They're like $300 in the actual install. Could be another $250. Like, listen, you know, and then that's your hairstyle for like a month or whatever opposed to you can have like several wigs and you know you can change it up as much as you want to you're not committed to it like say for instance it's hot you know and you got you know all that hair sewn in your head you can't just take it off when you get ready i feel like wigs are convenient wigs Free. all the way sure. all day <laughs> fully agree oh, that was easy really easy. <laughs> i thought it was gonna be as depth <laughs> it's straight to the point i get it Convenience is the factor. Get it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So versus, what is more sexy, a man? Because now this is a phenomenon, I, and I put this question here because it's a phenomenon going on, and I've been watching it on Facebook, and it's got driving me crazy on instant media, I mean, me, uh, social media. Period. Me What's too. What's more sexy, a man with a man weave or, or a bald man? <laughs> I love a bald head, man. I love a bald yeah. head. A ball head man. Ooh, I love a ball head. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Look. Yeah. It sounds like that hits a list. Yeah, that hit, definitely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That subconscious it's list, right? <laughs> yeah. It's nice, man. Shoot. Okay. Sorry. Right. So no man, man weave is out. No man weave. I don't want to judge. It's just, it's she just too new. Judge. It's too new. We need more time. You know, like it, this literally started happening. Like, the thing is, though, if I'm throwing on a wig, how can I be mad at you for throwing on something? I really can't. How can I say you can't do it? I'm doing it. Right, right. It's just, just make sure you're right. It I'm just, just saying. It just looks <laughs> weird. I watched the wife and I watched the video like today, and it was like. This brother got waves and everything from his weave. I was, it was amazing. If he didn't see it being done, he would have never known it was a weave, though. Yeah, right. if brother walked up to me right now, I'd have been like, man, that brother had fresh. And I'd have known, right. he'd, he'd have pulled it back and was like, it's a weave. I'd have been like, damn. <laughs> yeah. Just watching those videos bring it to a new, you like, really? Yeah. It's like, I'm still in the Beijing area. I'm still getting, you know, think people like getting that. I'm like, whoa, wow. Like, now they're getting weed. So, so let's get but, uh, let's get serious here. Hit him with the question, Smash. Versus, man pays all the bills or man pays his fair share. Which one do you think should happen in a relationship? For me, I think everyone has to do what they have to do in the house. So 
I believe putting everything in one pot and taking care of the bills. Um, like, if I, whenever I get married, I want to have like a joint account takes care of all household bills. This percentage of my check goes there, and then I have my own account. He has his own account, and then we have a household account, and we just put our money aside. We all depend on what percentage of our check goes into that account, and that goes from there. I don't think right now it makes sense to make a man pay for everything when I've been taking care of myself this whole time. <laughs> so I can do what I have to do. But yeah. you made me the man who have other financial obligations like child support, all kind of stuff where he can't pay all the bills. <laughs> so what you gonna do? I mean, that's where we are right now in society. True. So mine is not gonna be too different. Um, I'm, I'm good with... Um, what was the option that wasn't um, paying all the bills? What, how did you word it? Uh, pay all the bills or they pay their fair share. Basically, y'all split it. Yeah. yeah, pay your fair share. I feel like personally um, at this day and age, it is not necessarily fair to expect the man to pay all the bills, especially as a woman. I'm fighting for equal rights. I want to make just as much money as you. So if we're making the same amount of money, why are we going to use all your money, you know, to pay all the bills and I do what I want with all mine? So I feel like we should be 50-50. We should be equal across the board if equality is what we want. And uh, yeah. So wow. At. So do, do you think it's fair if the women the woman or the man makes more than the opposite that and you spoke on a little bit that it should be an equal man. Like you said, you he wants to have or she wants to have spending money. So if fifty if you're fifty percent and you still remain with a huge lump sum and or his or her fifty percent leaves them with nothing. Is that fair? Um, I personally feel like if you're not 50-50, be as close as 50-50 as you can be within reason. Uh-huh. So if, you, if your bills are extremely high and halfway, that's all your money, okay, a little adjustment can be made there. Maybe it's 60-40, maybe it's 70-30. I don't know. But, you know, you're both paying right. your fair share. Okay. And that's fair. I think that's totally fair. Versus modern music or old school music. And when I say old school music, I mean in every genre. Modern music. Really? I like a combination of the both. Modern and old school. I feel like modern music has elements of the old school, so you get both. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. That's what I'm, I can't dance to this new stuff, so I don't know. In every genre, I if you if you just go old school with everything, then I feel like you're still limited. I feel like a lot of things, like of course the rap, I probably can't go with of today, but like there's other music where I'm like, okay, it's perfect right now, and it's not, you know. Okay. I'm stuck in the nineties. That's I think that's where I will remain. Um that's there's elements, like you said, there's elements of, of new music that, you know, like wow, that's that's amazing. But it all seems like it always revert back to to nineties. I think that was for us as a culture, I think that was like our sweet spot for us evolving as musicians in, in this in this thing. So that's just, just good team. music, bro. Yeah. It was just good music back then. But uh <laughs> I feel you. Uh versus 
traditional education versus non-traditional? Well, since traditional eliminated a lot of history that should have been told, I think we can go with a mixture of both. Okay. I think you need to have a certain foundation of things that's this basic, but I also feel that looking back at what they taught us and what you're exposed to when you go off to like university is totally different. So I would do a combination of the two. You agree, Chris? I agree. Okay. Hey, didn't take much on that one either. All right. Yeah, no so right. now let's get cat here, ladies. Let's get oh, cat well, in a little bit. Not, All right. right. We, we so, ain't going to say cat. We're going to say ratchet for yeah, a minute. Let's get ratchet oh. a little bit here. <laughs> so versus Cardi B versus Nicki Minaj. Who side y'all on? Come on now. Be honest. I know who I got. I know who I, I got. got Nikki side. I got Nikki. I got Nikki. I can't with Carter. Oh, y'all can't. Oh, uh, Elise? <laughs> what side uh, you on, Elise? Uh, I don't really follow that hard with them. Um, but I, I'm on Cardi's side. All right. By a little bit. Let's, let's get ready to rumble. You, <laughs> <laughs> you first, Crystal. Give me, your, okay. give me what you got. So... I I feel like Cardi is a part of that new music that you know you you can't really appreciate, especially in that genre. And um, I, I just I don't know if I believe her as a rapper. I feel like she does great performances. I feel like um, she's hot right now, but I don't know if I get like she wrote she had real aspirations to be a rapper but i know nikki did you know and i feel like you know she wasn't made in a studio and she wasn't made on a reality tv show she actually wanted to be a rapper and she's rapping and you know right now it's not her time and she's struggling with that but i believe she's a rapper at very least okay uh, at least <laughs> Well, I mean, the little bit that I know about Cardi and Nicki, I know Cardi's been trying to get off in the music industry for a while. She had a music come out years ago, which was reggae, Caribbean um, music that didn't really do well because she had bad management and so forth. My issue is Cardi has always acknowledged and respected those who came before her. Um, she's always not bowed down, but been humble about it, you know? And to me, Nicki is just acting just... She's not being a veteran like she should be. She's not being classy about it. So oh. stop. They're both to me over the top. Yes. Um, <laughs> I mean, I don't consider, I consider Nikki a performer, not a rapper because she's mm. over the top. Her whole career and her whole look is Little Kim. Plain and simple. Preach. And she didn't even want to acknowledge that. Preach. So my issue is acknowledge who came before you, <laughs> at least. That's the true, that's a true MC who acknowledges the path that was paved and like you know I wouldn't be here because without so 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 and so and I've seen Cardi be acknowledged people that you may even know who they are like she's like I love you the reggae artist like I love you I will listen to you and was singing the songs and just acknowledging she is eating it up and so many people are against her and it's like why are you mad for this knocking this girl hustle stop like stop knocking her hustle she said, just because you have little Kim who did what she had to do to get to the top because that's how it was, unfortunately. All these other rappers who trying to make it in this industry, and she's doing, she already said, I don't write all my stuff, I have a team that helps me, mm-hmm. but she's doing it, and she's killing it, so why knock, why you knocking her hustle? Nobody knocked you, go knock that girl hustle. That's my issue with her, it's like, you being real catty and ugly right now, stop it. 
And Nikki is definitely being catty and ugly, and um, but I, I still respect her. I feel like there's this thing where we tell people what they're supposed to do in order to do well. And I feel like Nikki is one of those people where she feels like her work ethic and what she puts out should do her work for her. I shouldn't have to, you know, please you in order for you to feel like I am deserving for my title. I shouldn't have to, you know, say if it wasn't for this person, um, I wouldn't be where I am. Like, I know, like, these people came before me and they opened doors, but those people didn't come get me and give me the exposure. So, honestly, while I am appreciative of what they did, I am here. And I'm not kissing no backsides just for y'all to respect me. And I respect anybody who comes out and say, this is what I'm doing. This is what I have to do. Y'all don't have to like how I'm presenting and how I'm acting, but this is me. Take it or leave it. Y'all leave and it. Right exact same thing. <laughs> My thing, Nikki doesn't have, why would you attack that girl for no reason? Nikki attacking people for no reason. Well, Nikki is attacking her because she's taking her light. Like Nikki- But see, that's tacky. And that's, that's, just, that's not that's not she's, how she's not a per she's not perfect she's human I feel exactly. like everybody sit down somewhere with that <laughs> don't want to ask Nikki to acknowledge anybody you know what I'm saying right, right. A little, and everybody acknowledge I I love Nikki I love these people and then for you to be so you know so you trying to say there's not only you can eat no one else can eat come on now that just lets you know right there she she gutter with it that's that's tact but I feel like it's enough out here for us women to, you know, we are we're women. It's enough out here for us to eat. But I feel like we 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 feel like we have to like somebody in order to, you know, like what they do. And I feel like when somebody shows you who they are, you can say, okay, I don't want to deal with that kind of person. Are you accepted? I feel like a lot of people are faking the funk, you know, to be received well. I don't want you to fake for me to receive you. Let me just say, you know what? Nikki is real. Like she, she, she's acting a butt right now. She really is, and it's it's not flattering, but that's who she is. That's but who she is. When you make your money and, off of other people's opinion, you have to care a little bit. That's a problem with entertainment. Well, no, when I don't entertainer And your your dollars is because we we are downloading and 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 buying and buying concert tickets. You have to realize that you're not above. We all just can't say what we want to say. Unfortunately, she's not that long in the game, Nikki, to have that type of to have that type of. I can do what I want. She ain't. She's not Queen Latifah. She ain't MC Light. She's not Salt and Pepper. She's not. She's not them. She's not there. They can do it. Okay. They can say I ain't doing. I don't. Have, they ain't have to acknowledge anyone because they're the one who paved the way. Oh. Mm. Nikki's not there yet, in my opinion. To be mad because a girl is is hot right now, and the girl ain't saying nothing to you. That's my thing. You're being you're being a mean girl. Stop. <laughs> it ain't hot. What if she's a mean girl? <laughs> and you know what? Be a mean girl and own it, but don't sit back and complain when people tell you that you're wrong. She have her opinion, they can have their opinion. So when Nikki, when Cardi fight back, don't be mad about it. Don't bash her for chick and not want to be on a song with her. You know, it's just it's a lot she was doing. It's like, come on now, Nikki, you looking real tacky right now. Not flattering at all. But Mariah like, Carey don't like nobody. Mariah Carey likes no one. And that's it. That but she doesn't sit there and say it like that. She just ignores it. She, I feel like she has her own version of shade. And like even her and Nikki on American Idol, they, you know, kind of went at it with, you know, their own versions of shade. But I feel like I can stand behind somebody who is showing me clear pictures of them that's not trying to, you know, people please, you know, to be well received. Yeah. 
And yeah. um, I, I feel like I feel like Cardi's very young, and I feel like she's doing really, really well. I would like to see what she what she's doing in five years. I would like to see how she handles the success when her light is dimming and someone else is coming for her spot. I would like to see if she handles it better than Nikki is currently, because I feel like Nikki is having like the natural response. Like for a minute, Nikki was the only one out there. And now here's Cardi kind of taking over her spot. I don't really, I don't feel like we should be pitting them against each other, but they did. And I feel like she is reacting the way the usual person who would act when they're being honest and like, hey, I don't like the fact she's taking my spot. Like she's literally taking my spot and I'm upset about it and I'm struggling with it. And here I am. <laughs> here I am. Everybody sees me. And I'm not and I'm not fronting. I'm not fronting. I don't like it at all. I am I'm, I'm, I'm thinking so Nikki has the opportunity to be like like a Missy Elliott. Missy can fall back, come back and still be hot. You see what I'm saying? Right. If you are gracious as you want people to think you are, you don't do that. And you can still come back and be like, because I'm telling you, Nikki's hot enough to where she can fall back for and come back and sell. And so, but right now, the way she's acting, who wants to support that? And right now, the way the world is, it's by likes. And if they're not liking you, they're on to the next thing. It's all about social media and how they like you. Man, I felt like and we, right now uh, they call a Cardi for every for every hook and every album appearance. They're not calling Nicki. Well, they're only calling Cardi because Cardi is high right now. Of course, you're gonna but call her high. Killing it, y'all can't deny she's killing it right now. I mean, she is, but she she's like it's that's like she's going to automatically get you a hit. So you can you know rest on your laurels while this hit maker you know makes you money and gets you noticed. I feel like it's just you know money moves. You want a hit like maker? Who's not gonna be even the studio? You're gonna <laughs> I be like how you do that. She earned something. Man, please sit down somewhere. Uh-huh. No, I feel, I feel like Cardi is is hot. I feel like we we got to give it to her. She's hot, but I don't know if it's hot for the right reasons. I feel like right now she's playing the game and she's she's winning currently. I know I know what we should have opened the show with. Dang, right? Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I knew this was I knew that was gonna be a fight right there. I knew it because and the way you guys talk about it is when I talk to women about. Nikki and Cardi, it, I get the same response. So there mm-hmm. are there are factions of both. And but at some point, just like you guys agree to disagree on certain things, this is for me, we don't we compare our male counterparts the same way, right? But it just seems like it just has so much fire and so much emphasis on the Cardi versus the Nikki situation, right? We, we're not even, if you think about it, we're not even comparing bars to bars like we do men. We're just comparing who's hot, who's not. You, you right. know what I'm saying? And, and I think that's where it just blows my mind on how this conversation always takes this stance or takes this path of who's hot, who's not. And it's not even about musically who's better. Right. And I don't really care. You know, I, I was a purist at one time when I, you know, I want you to write your own rhymes and and and, and be that pure artist. But and I look at it like, you know, R&B, everybody else getting their writing for them. So what's the big yeah. difference? But so I I, I like it. Man. I, I like it. I'm, I'm glad you guys brought it with that that conversation, because I think it's it's needed. And I and I, and I, I really think from a man perspective, I really think it's enough. I think that they would take the game over if they align versus them continuously mm. uh, pitting 
each other against each other. I think they, yeah. they would do so much great things in, inside in, in music versus them just continuously trying to win, win, win your fans over versus win their fans over. Well, actually, I think it's more money in them having this um, perceived altercation. I feel like it makes both of them relevant. Um, I feel like that's why it's happening. Uh-huh. I feel like if if Cardi didn't have, if Cardi wasn't um, uh, uh, Nikki's nemesis, we wouldn't know who she was. Good versus evil, right? Always yeah. plays. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like it. I, I ain't gonna get my my two percent. I'm just gonna say that you know I'm a Bel Calise fan. That's Cardi B. You know. That's for you. But um, <laughs> but I ain't gonna get my two percent. Uh, two whatever two cents. Um, so versus this would be easy. Kind of calm the waters. <laughs> um, Y'all are playing. <laughs> flats versus heels. Which one do you rock? I'm a comfort girl. I'm not. I'm not gonna be uncomfortable in the heels, but it depends on the occasion. But nine times out of ten, on the daily, I'm probably in my flats. Okay. I have earned the right to be comfortable, so it just depends. Um, I will bring a pair of flats in a heartbeat to flip out, to flip, switch out. I walk in with the heels, and believe, believe me, I'm gonna walk out with some flats on. So, <laughs> so when Johnny Gill come on, those those high heels not coming out. Oh, I'm gonna have my shoes off with some flats. What are you talking about? <laughs> I guess. So, so ladies, we get long in, in, in this hour here, so we're gonna close this thing out with this. Okay, where would you like to see black women and black culture in the next five years? Where, where would you like to see it be? If you if you control everything, where would you like it to see? Where would you like it to be at in the next five? I would like for it to keep progressing. Um, I feel like black women are doing a lot currently and I would just like to see more of it. I would just love for us to continue like moving and progressing and you know just continue to kill it because we're doing a lot. Um, I agree. I think I see us unifying more um, making our own platforms more and paving the way being, being more mentors and hopefully getting back to positive images across the board. But I just see us moving in an upward slope, an upward movement completely in many areas, technology, education, areas that you really don't see a lot of us, where it's like major news, it won't be major news anymore. It's because we're just, we fit in right where we should be. Good stuff. Appreciate it, ladies. Thank you. Elise, where can the people find you? They can find me on Facebook or Instagram at Elise Main and um, weekly on my podcast, Intradition, on the Serial Network. And Crystal Clear, where can the people find you? They can find me on Instagram or SoundCloud. I am Crystal Clear at Crystal Clear the Podcast. And I'm not weekly. At this point, I come when I come. You, come. <laughs> you do it how you want to do it. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, but I'm, I'm always on Instagram, so just hit me up there, Crystal Clear. Appreciate it. Smash, my brother. Yes, any, sir. Any closing words? Uh, yeah, I just want to say I, I appreciate and thank uh, both of you, Crystal and Elise, for coming on the show. Um, based off the conversations, I'm glad to see that both of you know your worth 
You know what I'm saying? Because we talk about that a lot. So, once again, thank you for coming on the show. It's always good fun when y'all are on. And peace up, Cardi B. Peace up, Cardi B. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just to start it, I, I was just trying to be a, a you know, shit starter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I thank you guys for coming on, and I appreciate the love and. Um, I hope that for the listeners, for the female listeners, that you get something out of it. That's why we did it. We trying to we kind of took the back seat here today so that uh, we can get a perspective because we don't know how you guys think. We want to we want to understand it. Um, so we trying to align these planets up a little bit. So I hope hope you got something from it, young animal. Well, all right. So with that being said, much love. And we out. Peace. We have returned to claim the pyramid. Partying on the mothership, I am the mothership connection. Getting down in 3D, light year groove. Well, all right.